My favorite part of the show. Favorite part of the week. Friday, 2.50. Making an appointment. Set your smart speaker to it. If you're busy doing other things, let your smart speaker just turn on to this moment in time because it's phenomenal. It's what I look forward to. It is Booze and Reviews with Richard Krause. Richard, I mean, that's one hell of an opening I just gave you there. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It, it is. I'll be putting that online and sending it to absolutely everybody. <laughs> and you've got a huge Rolodex, so that's a good thing. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar, Tamara, you did this with Jay last week, so you know how this works. I did, did it with you, with you last week, week and I right. did it with Jay the week before. This is my third time. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Richard Krause veteran. You should be bombed by <laughs> now. Booze and Reviews veteran. That's right. <laughs> uh, so what we do basically is uh, Richard tells us a little bit about a drink and then maybe a movie to go with the drink. And I understand this drink this week is the Paloma. Yeah. So, you know, when people go to New Orleans uh, as tourists, they always order hurricanes. But if you're actually from New Orleans, you drink Sazeracs. And it's the same thing in Mexico. In Mexico, tourists always order margaritas, but real uh, locals always drink uh, palomas, which is uh, Mexico or Spanish for dove, which I think is kind Mm -hmm. of uh, cool. So do you remember a soft drink from, I mean, years ago, I barely remember it, but I, I have seen bottles of it called squirt. Do you remember this? It's, it's it was, American, right? Yeah, it's an American yeah. grapefruit soda that was invented yes. in the mm-hmm. 1930s. So by the 1950s, it made its way to Mexico. And there was a big run on carbonated drinks down in Mexico in the 1950s. They started mixing all kinds of crazy drinks, one of which was grapefruit and tequila, the squirt and tequila. And that lasted uh, for a little while until um, there was a bar in the town of tequila uh, called La Capilla. And uh, they decided then to sort of class up the drink a little bit. And they started using a salt rim on it, uh, an ounce of grapefruit juice, two ounces of, of uh fresh lime juice, some sugar, tequila, and club soda. So you've got this tart, really completely refreshing drink. It's a really wonderful drink. But the question that I tried to figure out was, where did the name come from? Because uh, La Paloma, Dove, I don't really get the connection last week or the week before we talked about margaritas. I found the story there. Mm -hmm. This apparently comes from a song called La Paloma by the 19th century Spanish composer Sebastian Iridier. Now, he wrote it as uh, a song uh, for Cuba, but it was embraced by Mexico. And now, whenever there is a movie where they go south of the Rio Grande, they play this song and I think we actually have a clip of it. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, you've heard it a hundred thousand times. Yes. And so this is uh, one of the first international hits. It's uh, been a hit everywhere, literally from Mexico to the United States to Afghanistan. It was a hit in Zanzibar even. So uh, it is one of the first universal hits and it was among, not that version of it, but the original version of it was among the uh, first commercial recordings, the first, uh, one of the first uh, probably wax discs that you could buy. And that is, as far as I can tell, where the name came from. La Paloma, the song, the Paloma drink is delicious grapefruit tequila a little bit of salt some soda mm. i i no. think that la paloma sounds like a delicious drink but squirt does not sound appetizing <laughs> to me at all 
I think that they squirt. just saw that it was made with squirt and they were like, we got to find something <laughs> to really overshadow this squirt. Nobody have any grapefruit and club soda that we could use here. Um, yeah, you got to class it up a little bit. Now you've got <laughs> two movies. I want to talk about two of them because one of them I've actually seen, but let's start off with Black Widow, the one that I haven't. This is the big blockbuster. How is it? Uh, you know what? It's good. Uh, you'll be able to see it this weekend if you are near a drive-in that's open. Of course, next week, it looks like movie theaters will be open on Friday, so you'll be able to see it there, too. In the meantime, if you're not near an open theater or drive-in, uh, you can see it on Disney Plus with premium access. So it'll cost you a few dollars. But this is the first standalone story for The Black Widow. So it's Natasha Romanoff as played by Scarlett Johansson. She's a former KGB spy who turned into one of the Avengers in the beginning of the movie here, she's on the run. She is visited by the henchman of an old foe of hers. So she recruits her family and her family were Russian uh, sleeper cell agents who raised her to be an assassin and a killer. She mm. pulls them all together uh, and, and they go off in search of this villain. And, you know, I liked it because uh, it's funnier than you think it's going to be. Uh, the action scenes have more to do with Jason Bourne than they do with a lot of the Marvel uh, movies that we've seen in the past, cool. at least until the very end, where it becomes kind of a a, a frenetic CGI orgy that Marvel usually has at the end <laughs> of their films. They always do, yeah. They always do. Uh, but up until that point, it's it's good. And, and Florence Pugh, who plays the sister and is set up to be the next Black Widow, I think, moving forward, because Scarlett mm. Johansson's done with the role, is fantastic. She brings some humor to it. Uh, you know, I like it for, it'll cost you about 30 bucks to see it at home. Uh, but if you, you know, watch it a few times or if you've got a bunch of people uh crowded around the television it's a deal all right i've got about a minute and a half here to yep. talk about no sudden move i watched it the other night uh, i will watch anything with uh, a guy i got to play poker against once don Cheadle, uh, <laughs> and it just and just and that's another story for another day we'll talk about that yeah, uh but uh that. yeah <laughs> maybe over some palomas uh <laughs> yes. but i thought you know one hell of a cast and i really like the pacing of this movie i thought it was really yeah. smart yeah, me too. It's Steven Soderbergh made for HBO and it's got such an amazing cast. Benicio Del Toro, I will watch do anything. Mm -hmm. That guy, I just find endlessly entertaining. Don Cheadle's in here. David Harbord, who plays uh, Natasha Romanoff's father in Black Widow is in here. Uh, Brendan Fraser. And it's the story John Hamm, the, Kieran Culkin. John Hamm is in there. Oh, I know. And it, it, it is the story of this sort of soft underbelly of crime in Detroit in 1954. And what it does so well is set up what should have been a fairly easy transaction makes it incredibly complicated as people start <laughs> double crossing one another. And from that point on, it becomes uh, the story of kind of the downfall of Detroit. Uh, it, it, it weaves in so much stuff that it could have spun off its axis, but it doesn't because the actors are just so damn good. There's so much fun to watch in this and it's on Crave right now. You can watch it uh, this weekend. That you had me at I, underbelly. Yeah, that is what I did this week. I put it on, and I I really, really enjoyed that movie. No Sudden Move yeah, is what stuff. it's called. Uh, Black Widow also available. Right now. Very quickly, Black Widow also available on Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus with premium access, so it'll cost you about thirty bucks. Mm. Uh, but it's uh, worth it if you got a you know bunch of kids at home uh, who want to see Scarlett Johansson ride a motorcycle and fly through the air. Yeah, Le <laughs> Disney Plus premium and a La Paloma—that's what I call babysitting, my friend. Richard Krause, have a fantastic weekend, sir. You too. Thanks so Bye, much, Richard. Talk to you soon. Always, always a pleasure. Two fifty, of course, every Friday afternoon. The host of Pop Life on CTV, Richard Krause, uh, and so much more. I mean, the guy is just a he does not fountain. stop.
No. He's everywhere. One of my favorite people, Richard Cross. Yeah, he's um, awesome. 